This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In 20 minutes, it's, it's been a while since we've played. GTFO or oh yeah. Including something that I just can't comprehend. Um, the length of time that some people claim they spend doing this one thing. Relax, relax, oh. no bonk, real, just slow down. Uh, we'll get into that in 20 minutes. Uh, and then at the top of the hour, Isaac Trotter at 24-7 Sports. We'll talk college hoops with him. We'll get into the NBA card tonight as well, about one hour from now. From NBC Sports to talk all kinds of hoops, Vaughn Dalzell joins us now on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Vaughn. Good to see you. Uh, the gang is all back together, and we got you back in the fold to talk a, a big college hoops card tonight in particular. Um, we got Wisconsin-Indiana. We got Houston-Cincy, Virginia Tech-Syracuse. Um, even, you want know, to talk top 25 matchups, San Diego State, San Jose State. So where are you looking first tonight? We just ran through the card a little bit a couple minutes ago before we got you on, but what's Vaughn got his eyes on? Yeah, well, I appreciate you guys having me back. Haven't seen you guys in what, two weeks now. So uh, let's have a winning Tuesday. Uh, my best bet for today and what I locked in first this morning was uh, the Cincinnati first half team total under at Houston. Now, everyone knows how good the Houston Cougars are. I think they are the best team in the country. I think them and UConn are head above hills over everyone else. But Houston at home has been a different beast, especially on the defensive end. And if you watch this game earlier in the season, the Bearcats actually led Houston at halftime since he was home. They were up by three. They got up as much as seven in the second half, but lost that game to five. Houston locked them down defensively, uh, held them to 42% from two and 30% from three. And an interesting note is I do like the game total under two. I lean that because while Houston's number one in defense in the country and at home, since he's actually the number one defense on the road. Uh, so I expect another grind here. And both these teams will struggle from deep, but I think the best bet is Cincinnati's first half team total under 27 and a half. That's my one and a half unit bet for today. All right, here you go. Um, I, I find this number fascinating on the Kentucky Mississippi state game. What, what does it tell you? Like as a long time better of the sport, you see Kentucky, what they're doing offensively. People love to back them, love to bet on them. And uh, in conference, it, it's always tough to go on the road. We've seen that. Like the the home team's been hitting at a high rate, even though we had a couple of road dogs uh, covering last night in high pro, higher profile mm-hmm. games. What do you think about what does it tell you when you see Kentucky getting four at Mississippi State? They're winning, but not against good teams. Yeah, I mean, last year was the year I think everybody started really catching on to the unranked home favorites against uh, the ranked road dogs. And we have that situation here. And last night was an example of a not cashing. And I feel like because TCU Baylor is what I'm referencing, TCU losing to Baylor being the uh, unranked home favorite. And I feel like during the week this year, like weekdays, these games haven't hit nearly as much as they have on the weekends. Um, and I think Saturdays are usually obviously trap spots for the public because they get paid on Fridays and then they see a, a better team as an underdog. And they don't think that makes sense. 
Uh, here, mm-hmm. I think it does make sense a little bit. You look at a revenge spot for Mississippi State. I mean, they did lose 90-77. to 77. Kentucky controlled that entire game. The only lead for Mississippi State was a 5-2 to two lead early in that game. And I can't trust Kentucky's defense. Two teams that have excellent offenses are Kentucky and Alabama, but two teams you don't want to back in February and March are Kentucky and Alabama because of their defense, and they don't force turnovers. Uh, so on the road, I'm not looking forward to backing Kentucky. They have Mississippi State and Tennessee uh, on the road to end the season two of four games against Arkansas and Vandy at home. Much better spot to be back in Kentucky. So I'm passing on the Wildcats tonight. I'd be looking at Mississippi State. All right. How about BYU at Kansas? BYU, the story there, they just struggle on the road, and here they are on the road. Mm -hmm. Um, Which side do you like here? Any plays that you have your eye on? Yeah, this is simply a team that's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of Big Ten teams that I'll reference later in this show that are like that, but. BYU, total fade on the road, total play at home. And Kansas has been undefeated at home. We know how great they are when it comes to playing at Lawrence Fieldhouse. So I'd rather be looking at a Kansas first half, like three and a half or four, rather than laying the six and a half or seven, because what we've seen from BYU is the ability to shoot. They're not afraid to continue gunning from deep. They also are one of the best two-point offenses in the country. And even in road losses at Oklahoma State, at Kansas State, you know, they're putting up 74, 83 points. And while Kansas wants to play a little slower than that, BYU could shoot themselves into a backdoor cover here. Um, And they're a pretty good free throw shooting team as well. So on the road, doesn't translate as good, but with such a good offense, I would be willing to back Kansas in the first half here, but not the full game. But I do think the Jayhawks get another home victory. And uh, they inch closer to getting potentially a three seed in the tournament. Von Dalzell of NBC Sports, at Sports on Twitter. Follow him there where you would have seen he had WVU against Kansas State last night. That was a cover. He had Brooklyn. He had R.J. Barrett. He had Baylor. uh, He had the Heat last night. So he's on a roll. Let me ask you, what is it about Virginia Tech-Syracuse? Because we were just talking about Pitt-Clemson. I went off on a rant about Clemson basically being guaranteed a spot Mm -hmm. and being a five seed somehow. But what is it about Virginia Tech-Syracuse in the same conference that you have an eye on tonight? I saw a lot of people having Clemson as a five seed uh, in the tournament. You know, I was thinking more, you know, six to seven range, probably seven-ish. So definitely surprising. And I appreciate you shouting all the victories last night. One bet I didn't give out that I joked with all my friends was Mississippi Valley State, who was 0-27 last night, getting their last home game. They got the victory, nine and a half dogs plus 400. Uh, So I did parlay that with the Heat last night. And – Another Baylor money line. So I had a nice payout last night. I didn't get the West Virginia live money line, though. That one sucked. I thought they were coming through. But for Virginia Tech and Syracuse, another game where West Virginia last night, there were one of 13 teams where they didn't have a road win. To try and get one of those wins, Virginia Tech has won this season. And all right, they have been really bad on the road. But when you look at Syracuse's defense, it's not the same defense we used to see before. Like this team ranks last in two-point defense. They rank last in uh, offensive, defensive rebounding, and uh, also three-point defense. So that's out of 15 teams in the ACC. They're in last in those positions. Virginia Tech is a team that can play fast. They can shoot the ball. Uh, They're above average in all those categories. So I kind of like Virginia Tech plus one and a half here. I'm looking at adding a second or third official bet here. I think I'm going to stay out of the NBA for today because there's better bets tomorrow. But I think Virginia Tech gets the road win. They're one and eight. Syracuse is 12 and three. It's going to be a very unpopular bet. 
but everybody's going to run to bet Syracuse, and they also have a letdown spot here after celebrating Jim Bohan Day uh, in their last home last game against Notre Dame, which they barely won. What about some uh, March Madness sleepers? Any teams that you have circled, you're like, I can't wait to see the first-round matchup when we get there. We're just a few weeks away. And, you know, as a side note, for these teams that you're going to talk about, would you bet on them now? Or would you say, you know what, let's just wait. Because the number's probably not going to change in the next couple weeks. And then if we wait, we're a little patient with it, we're going to get the path and see if we do want to bet on them. Yeah, there's certain teams like I would buy Final Four tickets on now for like an Iowa State for certain. Like that team's locked into a two seed, I think. And they're going to be a team that has the defense to be in every single game. And they also can play up-tempo with their offense with guys like Lipsy who run the floor. So like Iowa State team is a team like I'd be willing to lock in right now for a Final Four ticket as far as winning it all. Um, the long shots, you know, it's risky because why it is more wide open this year, I do think. Houston and UConn can certainly run the table. And I hate picking one seeds. I never picked two one seeds to make the Final Four, to make the NCAA championship. But this could be the year that we look at that. When it comes to sleepers, though, to make a run, I think a team like the Florida Gators are built really well to be able to shoot their way from behind, also run teams out the gate uh, in the first half and get large leads. So and they've been shown that whoever they play, they can they can keep up with. Uh, Washington State, obviously everyone now has been turned on to them since they've swept Arizona. But they've also shown a willingness to be able to win on the road. Yeah, they did have a letdown spot against Arizona State. Disappointed I didn't give that out on Saturday. But I think Wazoo is a team down the road that's certainly going to give a lot of teams problems with the way they match up with. Some teams I'm looking to fade, first-round exit, Virginia. I mean, oh, my goodness, what happened to this offense? It was bad for two years, but it's atrocious now. Uh, That team (laughs) – depending on who they get matched up with, is out in the first round. Uh, And Gonzaga, another team that I've loved for three, four straight years at NBC. They're going to be a first-round fade for me for sure. I mean, they don't have it together. (laughs) Yeah. Dang. I mean, while they beat Kentucky, it stung. It's one of my favorite Uh, sleepers, Vaughn. What are we doing? (laughs) Listen, you're the one on a heater. So, yeah, apparently. The station this year. <laughs> they have, what, one top 50 win this season? Uh, I mean, they've, you know, they've been dropping games to their conference. They're not going to win their conference. I don't think they're going to win their conference tournament either. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's a majority <laughs> of teams I'm looking at. Of course, a, a, a Marquette, a Baylor, and I'll say Illinois. Illinois is your best bet to win the Big Ten tournament. Don't take Purdue. <laughs> so uh, I think the fighting oh. line I is secretly a sleeper as well. I was going to ask you about Purdue because I know you said you've been locked in on the Big Ten. So who do you like in that conference? And, you know, what has really caught your eye? Am I going to regret not betting on Purdue? I guess according to you, no, I'm good, right? Well, I I mean, I locked in the Big Ten regular season championship at minus 140 after they dropped to Northwestern. I thought that was ridiculous. And, I mean, lock that in. That was the way to bet Purdue. As far as the Big Ten tournament, uh, I think a team like Illinois, win it i mean with terrence shannon back it gives them ability like how purdue has zach Eady who could go out and score 30 shannon can do that as a guard which is dangerous and his defense also uh, i think added another dimension to what the illinois uh, line i can do i hate saying that word uh so i think they are the most dangerous <laughs> Wait, the what 10. word saying the illini you hate that word <laughs> I 
Sinai. It's literally it's the Pittsburgh accent or something, but yeah. it's a word like and be like avoid saying on camera. It because it I scares me it. too. It's a tough. It one. doesn't it's make intimidating. Sense. It's honestly a terrible, terrible <laughs> nickname. But um, anyways, so <laughs> mad right now. Uh, yeah, I, I I hate it. Uh, but I think that they're the best bet to go deep. A team like Wisconsin, I'll speak on briefly because Wisconsin was who a lot of us experts pegged to be the second best team in the Big Ten. At 16-4, and four, they looked like it. Then they've dropped off the past three weeks. I think they get a bit of a course correction here. And they have a game against Indiana tonight. Indiana's dropped four straight, three straight at home. If Wisconsin wins this game, uh, they certainly set themselves up to make a nice little run with a Purdue and Illinois up on the schedule uh, to the next three games. So keep an eye out for the Badgers because they could be a buy-on buy team entering the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament. But uh, as far as Purdue, yeah, I mean, they can make the second round the Sweet 16, but they're not going much further than that. If they are trailing at halftime and still favored in a game, do not take them. They are not winning. Um, they still struggle from behind. So I do not like Purdue still. I think they're much better than last year. They gain experience. But as far as going deep, I don't think they're that team still. This is a fade Purdue show, so absolutely, you're in the right spot, Vaughn. You're with friends here. Perdon't. Vaughn Delzal of NBC Sports <laughs> at V Money Sports on Twitter. You're right. The what what kills a Western Pennsylvania, a Pittsburgh Yinzer accent with Illinois is the two L's next to it. So it goes from Illini to Illini. There's almost a W that gets inserted. It's terrible. It's hard for us. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, real quick, we wanted to ask you about the Clippers. We were talking about them yesterday. They're now like all the way under five to one in some spots for NBA title odds. Mm. We much like we're out on Purdue on this show. We're we're pretty we're, we're about this close to being out on the Clippers too. So are we moving in the right direction, or can you talk us back off the ledge as far as Clippers futures go? Yeah, I, I've definitely been a Clippers hater uh, for the past few years, and there's no doubt about it. And I mean, I've I've come on this show and I've said numerous times, like if you're looking at Western Conference odds just to win the conference, not an NBA championship, just to win the West. The Clippers are not a terrible bet considering you want to fade the Nuggets uh, on a back-to-back, considering you don't believe in the Lakers. Uh, but I'll be honest, like, I can't take the Thunder to win the West. To be a one seed, yeah, for sure. I'll buy into that. I just, took the, I just did a 14 parlay uh, for division odds. I'll tell you guys after this. Uh, before I got in the show. But as far as winning a Western Conference, the Thunder don't have enough experience. The Timberwolves don't have enough experience. I still don't believe in the Mavericks with their defense. While I do think they can win their division, the Warriors are caked. Uh, I think the Lakers, I mean, anytime you have LeBron and AD healthy, I think you guys have a chance. So that leaves the Nuggets, Clippers, Lakers, and Suns. I would rather take the Suns at 9-1 to to win the West or to win a championship rather than the Clippers right now. I think the Suns now getting guys like Royce O'Neal on their bench and a couple other additions definitely helped them because that's what they were lacking. Uh, and they have a pretty mediocre schedule down the stretch as well in terms of strength of schedule. So I don't want to buy into the Clippers. At two at plus 250 to win the West, at 5-1 to one to win the title, I, I think everyone missed the boat there, but I don't think they're quite that team either. I'd rather take a stab on the Suns in the West. Uh, so that's my opinion. And if you want the division odds – uh, parlay I took. It was $25 to win 1000 with the boost I had today. The Orlando Magic to win the Southeast. The Oklahoma City Thunder to win the Northwest. The Dallas Mavericks to win the Southwest. 
and the Milwaukee Bucks to win the Central. Uh, not saying the, the Bucks. Bucks are back by any means, but they're steaming right now. <laughs> back on the Bucks, Vaughn, great stuff as always, man. We appreciate the time. Next bobblehead game down at the Penguins. I'll catch you there. Vaughn Dalzell of NBC yami, yami. Sports at Money Sports on Twitter. Follow him there. We get back into college hoops at the top of the hour with Isaac Trotter, 24-7 Sports. But coming up next, another exciting edition of GTFO or Oh Yeah, right here on BetQL Daily.